Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Hey, welcome back to Oilers Now. I'm Mark Spector. Filling in here on 630 Chad for Bob Stoffer. You know, you can't replace Bob Stoffer, right? You can fill in for Bob Stoffer, but you know you can't replace Bob Stoffer. Game night tonight coming out of Tampa. Here on 6.30, Chad Faceoff Show starts with Reed Wilkins at 4 p.m. Before most of you getting out of work, Faceoff Show starts already. But it'll be real good listening on the way home from work. This is what it's like to live in Vancouver, right? When you live in Vancouver, all the games start like, game. this game would, you know, start at 4.30. Be a 3 o'clock Faceoff Show. It's it's uh, fun when they go out east because the game's on over supper, but uh, sometimes it's hard to get home for the start. Puck Drops at 5.30. I want you to know that some guests on orders now receive gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. That's Brendan Connolly's place, and it is a fine restaurant. Uh, Stoffer Inspector every Tuesday for Horse Racing Alberta, featuring live standard bread racing every Friday and Saturday at Northlands. Last season at Northlands, Century Mile is going to open up next year. All right, let's take you now down to Tampa, where we've got Jack Michaels ready to go. Jack, you with us? Absolutely, Spec. Uh, in spirit as well as mind, I hope. You, know, you love the early start, Spec. The proper answer there is, of course, you want to hear my dulcet tones over the airwaves as you're driving home from work. That's, uh, that's the correct answer. And since your background is in reporting, Spec, I feel compelled to tell you that right now it is plus 28 with a slight breeze as I gaze over at Amelie Arena. <laughs> Oh, well, that's sure nice to hear, Jack. We're not jealous at all. <laughs> okay, so it's red hot down there. That's my segue. Um, let's start in goal. Does Miko Koskinen start this game, in your opinion, Jack Michaels? Because it's oh, a, absolutely. No, no, no. Let me finish. Does he start this oh, game? Okay. We know he's starting. But does he start this game because it's a back-to-back and the backup always plays one of the two? Or had... If Cam Talbot would have stood in his head last night, uh, would he have started both in a row? What do you think? I think Koskinen was playing tonight regardless, uh, even if even if Talbot had had you know, a phenomenal game and, and won it. Uh, the club really didn't get into its hotel rooms until after 2 a.m. This is not the easiest of back-to-backs, and the Oilers, for whatever reason, find themselves 
in Florida, one of the two cities, either Sunrise or Tampa, playing the back of the back end of a back to back more often than not. I mean, I, I, there's only been one or two times in the last eight or nine years where they've actually got here and had kind of an every other day schedule where they weren't looking at that type of situation. It's a tough, it's a tough thing to travel. And Todd McCollum, especially with the fact that Koskinen three and zero, he's not about to go Talbot back to back. Further to your point, I also think that it is a test. I mean, if Koskinen plays well tonight and beats Tampa, I think there's a very good chance he'll turn around and get another back-to-back start in uh, Sunrise. Not back-to-back nights, but in terms of two consecutive starts, which would mean he'd start four of the Oilers' five games. And it's been forever uh, since we've had that kind of thing as long as Cam Talbot's been in town. But Koskinen has earned it with this play. I don't think Talbot's played poorly but right now, Koskinen has found a group. Okay, let's expand on that just for a little bit. Uh, here's the numbers. In 11 starts, Cam Talbot's got an 899 save percentage and a 293 goals against. Koskinen, in three starts, 935 save percentage and a 202 goals against. So a smaller sample size. But I think what we're seeing out of Koskinen, or what I'm seeing from where I sit, Jack, is this. Edmonton beats Detroit 4-3 on Sunday, and Koskinen absolutely steals a goal away from the Red Wings with that glove stop off of the two-on-one. I mean, it's still a highlight you're seeing four days later. Edmonton loses last night in Washington, not because of goaltending by any means, but they never they lose 4-2. They trail all night long, basically by one goal most of the night. And Talbot never steals a goal for them. He makes the saves he's supposed to make, uh, but doesn't give you something where you go, oh my God, what a bonus save that was. Uh, is that a fair assessment of what I'm seeing in goal right now for the orders? Well, certainly the last couple of games. I, I don't, to be honest with you, and I, and I realize what the overall numbers look like in terms of 899. Normally you think, and certainly the folks in Washington are thinking Holtby's 885 is reflective of how he's played. I'm not so sure Talbot's had a tough night other than uh, the night against Pittsburgh. I felt like. You know, that was a game where the Oilers very easily could have won 5-4. to four. I think Talbot's played fairly well this year, but I would also concur with you that, you know, he hasn't been spectacular uh, as often as, as say, uh, Mikko Koskinen has. And, again, it's due to a small sample size. We'll see whether, as the starts accumulate, some of the shine starts to wear off on Koskinen. And that's why, you know, I'm real cautionary when it comes to making bold predictions about where the Oilers' goaltending situation will see because Talbot has proven that durability. I mean, he's yep. a gamer. Whatever you want to say about Cam Talbot, even if you you know don't think he's a top 15 goaltender, is he is durable, and he doesn't get hurt, and he plays pretty well night in, nine out for 65, 70 games a year. That's what we've got to find out, not whether he can play 65 or 70, but let's see if Koskinen carries the mail a little bit and he starts earning it. Let's see how his performance is in game 15 over, let's say, a 45-day stretch as opposed to the relatively you know, soft schedule he's played to this point. Not soft in terms of opponents, but soft in terms of workload. Jack Michaels, voice of the Edmonton Oilers here on 630. Chad joins us uh, live from Tampa. Uh, okay, let's talk about lineup changes tonight. Uh, we won't spend a lot of time on defense. Kevin Gravel's going in. I'm going to put him in for um, Jason Garrison. Unless there's an injury we don't know about, we'll see what happens come game time. But I want to ask you this, Jack. Uh, the head coach, Todd McCollin, said this morning, Kyler Yamamoto and Ty Ratty are going in. Who comes out? Well, 
you know, I think based on what I observed last night, I think a logical move has to be, you know, yes, a pull Yarvey. I just, you know, he was not really in range. He had one sharp angle chance, but, you know, I think that's a relatively uh, routine move for, for Todd McClellan. I, I think, you know, one of Yamamoto or Ratty will, will end up on that line along with Lucic and Strom. And you got to get... You know, Lucic and Strom going too. It's it's not just Puliyarvi that's struggling on that line. I think Lucic has two goals in his last sixty, and I don't think Ryan Strom has scored in his last twenty three games. You know, going back to going back to last season. So you'd like a trigger man on that line. Maybe it's Yamamoto because he's a bit of a spark plug that creates a lot of turnovers in the offensive zone. He's he's pretty good at translating defense offense, and and maybe you know he can make a steal or a quick feed, get one of those two guys going. And then, you know, Ty Ratty has been ready to go for a while. And, you know, I don't know where, where Drake Kajula is going to end up. I, I suspect Drake's going to play. Um, you know, Kajula might stay on the first line, and maybe you rotate uh, Ratty in somewhere on the second or fourth lines, or, or maybe you put, you know, give Ratty an opportunity to kind of reclaim the spot. Todd has always been careful about you know, not having guys lose their jobs specifically due to injury. So maybe you give Ratty some first-line time and sprinkle Kajula somewhere in on uh, on the second or fourth lines. And, again, it sounds like there's a couple of guys banged up. You were, you were talking about, you know, there might be an injury that we don't know about. And, and Todd kind of alluded to that a little bit during the scrum there. He said, we've got, we've got to take a look at some guys. And generally when he says that, it means a couple of people took some nicks last night. So I do expect uh, all three of the bodies that did not play last night uh, to play tonight. Yeah, I uh, I would as well, and I think that you make the point with the injuries uh, that will tell us, I guess when they go out for pregame warm-ups, that's going to be a spot. We're going to be listening to Chad tonight. Face-off show goes at 4, puck drops at 5.30. We'll wait for your information on Twitter and over the air, Jack, tonight to let us know who's going to play. Uh, have a good call tonight. Break a leg, huh? Thanks, Beck. Appreciate it. All right, Jack Michaels, uh, the voice of the Edmonton Oilers on 6.30. Chad joining us live from Tampa. Uh, When we come back, we will go to the Oilers Radio Vault. Let me find... This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. And that. Oilers Now uh, Audio Vault. When we come back here on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad.
Welcome back to Oilers Now. I'm Mark Spector, sitting in for Bob Stoffer. Not feeling well, that's all. He'll be back tomorrow. A couple quick things uh, I misreported about Northland. Stoffer and Spectre every Tuesday for Horse Racing Alberta. Uh, the live racing, standard bred racing at Northlands is done, folks. It's done. April 28th, Century Mile opens. You can look forward to April 28th. Uh, a absolutely fantastic new venue here in our city. Uh, something to be proud of. I want to say, uh, before we get to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, got some clips from last night's game. We'll have some McClellan, likely some Talbot here. Uh, a book with New West Travel. Oilers fans, join Oilers now on two great road trips to Nashville and Las Vegas to see the Oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the league. The Oilers now package includes airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, a welcome reception with Bob Stoffer. who would want more than that, and special guests, and parking at Value Park at Eminent International Airport. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Las Vegas for the Oilers Now road trips. Call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or go online at newwesttravel.com. Hey, let's go to the Oilers Now audio vault. Uh, you know, it's funny. When you, lose, when, you, when you snap a five-game road losing streak, when you lose to Washington, but it's still a season split in the series, uh, when you think, you know, we had a bad five minutes, but the other 55 minutes we played pretty well, there was a time when we would look at those things and go, hmm, you know, we've heard those before. I like the way the orders are going right now. You, I file this one, uh, folks, under you don't get to win every night. <laughs> you know, you don't get to win every night. When you've won five in a row on the road, when you walk in Detroit and beat them pretty handily, it was a 4-3 score, but they're by far the better team. Uh, you come to Washington, I'm just going to say, you don't get to win every night. There's still some highlights, however, and let's go to them here in the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear. For product knowledge, compliance, great pricing and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company let's take you now well hang on hang on hang on. i'm gonna jump right in here spec what do you got i made a mistake oh you did now i made a mistake this morning they are sitting on my desk but they are not sitting on the computer i need to play them off of so why don't instead (laughs) why don't instead we go to tom mcclellan's thoughts on exactly how that game went down well, I think we gave it away in the first 10 minutes. When you're playing that quality of team, you don't want to be chasing the game, especially that early. And uh, Yeah, we didn't give up much after that. They got a, a really nice goal. They earned the goal, the third one, and then a lucky power play one where it ricochets to Ovechkin in the net, and we didn't give up much other than that. But uh, when you chase the game against a real, real good team, Stanley Cup champs, uh, you're probably going to lose more often than not. And um, the first two goals set us back. On not testing Phoenix Copley, uh, Todd McClellan, you know, you do, you get a, a backup goalie, which is good. Uh, the number one, Braden Holpe, is having a little bit of a struggle this year. And you might find a soft underbelly in a team that was uh, coming off of two straight losses, but the Oilers, unable to exploit that, uh, they didn't test Copley enough. Well, we tried to. We only had uh, one defenseman with a shot on goal after after two periods, and uh, I thought we were trying to finesse the puck in rather than shoot it, you know, towards the paint and crash and bang. On uh, the third, we did a lot more of that. Thought we had more opportunity, more chance. 
That's it. You know, it's secondary shots. It's how do you win in the road, right? You need a, uh, how do you say, you know, you got to bang one in off a rebound. You got to crash nets. Uh, the way the league works now, sure, you're going to get some pretty goals because you got Connor McDavid on your team, Brendan. Uh, you know, they've got some skill for sure. But when you're Ryan Strom without a goal yet this year or a point, when you're Milan Lucic, uh, two goals in your last 60 games, I would suspect that you got to get after that hard work and uh, goal from three feet off the line, don't you? Uh, yeah, exactly. And and the funny thing is, and the ironic thing is, is they got ugly goals from the two guys who score all the pretty ones. One, uh, Dreisaitl deflects in off of his skates, and the other is a McDavid shot that Copley just completely misplayed. So, yeah. But it has to come from other parts of the team is what you know the topic of conversation needs to be, and it's just not. Oh, that is fair. So let's go to Cam Talbot talking about a flat start. Uh, there was uh, boom. Started out as a hockey game, 0 0. 544 in. Uh, it's 2-0 for the Caps. Yeah, our start's been really good lately. Like you said, we've been jumping all over teams pretty early. And, um, you know, tonight their forecheck kind of jumped all over us. They got in two quick goals on a couple of turnovers. And, um, you know, like you said, that's just kind of. Uh, Kind of the way that team can go. You don't. They don't need a lot of chances or a lot of shots, but when they get them there, uh, they got some good shooters on that team that can um, put them in. So uh, I thought that we did uh, a pretty good job for the most part, but um, they were able to capitalize. You know, sometimes the team uh, helps a goalie get through a start. Sometimes the goalie doesn't have any work for the first little while, any real tough work. Sometimes the goalie makes some fabulous saves and lets the team get on its feet. Uh, last night was sort of the double whammy. The uh, Cam Talbot was met with some point-blank chances very early in that game. Uh, wasn't able to come up with the heroic save. Boom, it's 2 nothing. And then when you're playing against uh, Alexander Ovechkin, uh, something like this one happens. This is Cam Talbot on Ovechkin's goal. No, I mean, that's just, that's a lucky bounce of all the goals that he scored there. I mean, it goes off of Brodziak, off of Russell, right onto his tape. I mean, Carlson couldn't have put it on a platter any better for him if he passed it. So, uh, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, our guys are doing the right thing. Everyone's in the shot lanes and just an unlucky bounce. Just an unlucky bounce. Hey, they don't always bounce your way. So you go into Tampa tonight. A uh, couple of lineup changes. Koskinen and Mikko Koskinen will play tonight. The three meters of Mikko, that's what they call him in Finland. <laughs> three meters <laughs> of Mikko Koskinen, uh, which is obviously three meters. is probably about six foot six or something like that. Is it not six foot eight? Uh, he's six seven. Do a little conversion for me, Brendan. I got this one right. Uh, I think what three meters is about nine feet. That was. I was in school a little more recently than you. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but I the wingspan—the right wingspan that he put on display with Detroit and, and that ridiculous glove say—that felt like he got three meters across the net, didn't it? Yeah, he's a giant guy, and and you know what? Just being big isn't always enough. You know, there's been lots of big guys. Um, you gotta be—you gotta have side to side, which he appears to have. One thing I'll say about Miko Koskinen—he's not dying to go behind his net and play the puck that often. But I'll say this. The only thing worse than a goalie that can't play the puck real well is a goalie who thinks he can play the puck real well and tries all the time and isn't any good at it. So if he doesn't want to play the puck a whole bunch because he's maybe not that confident, I'd be fine with that. Um, all right, we're just closing in. It's 12.56 here in Edmonton. We're going to head off to a 6.30 Ched Global Newsroom break with Eileen Bell right after that. this. When we come back... We're going to talk more Oilers, and we're going to go to Joe Smith from The Athletic in Tampa Bay.
We'll talk about tonight's game. We'll preview that with Joe Smith. But right now, like I said, let's go here from Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.